Welcome, friends, to Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter. We bring you the greatest female voices in the music industry, from the artists, songwriters, and producers, to managers and executives, and all the women who make the music industry what it is today. Thank you for joining us. friends to another episode of Crazy Women Country. I'm Donna and today I am here with Miss Brenda Gale. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm so glad you're here today. So, we like to start off with that difficult question. That difficult question. (laughs) Oh, it's always a difficult question for people. Who is Brenda Gale? Well, Brenda Gale is complicated. Um, No, I'm a mom. I'm uh, actually a grandma, two little girls. Uh, I've been in business my whole life. Um, and But I've been also had uh, the dream of, of, of doing my own thing musically. Um, I got my first guitar when I was six years old. Uh, I, my, my guitar teacher went by the name, it was so strange, by, of Joni Mitchell. So, and she would hand write out my lyric sheets for me, my chord sheets, and they were James Taylor and Joan Baez and all these folk songs were what I learned to play first off. And so I loved that music because I loved being able to play that music. I love listening to music, but it's even, it's just the best to be able to play it. So every time I hear a great song, I'm like immediately... I need to learn how to play that song. (laughs) So, um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I've spent uh, a lot of years on the other side of the border in Cabo San Lucas, outside of Cabo San Lucas. It's where my business and I have family there. Um, I have family here in San Diego, too. So I kind of bounce back and forth. Uh, But I've just kind of during the pandemic, had the time to sit down and write uh, kind of what I had been pent up inside of me for so long. Um, And I wrote 10 songs uh, and we just went to work, me and and my producer friend, Dean Cody. And, and, uh, and we had the time to just sit down and really, really dive into them. And, and, and so I'm really proud of, of this album and, and, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I just feel like I'm getting started. I'm just getting started. So, so I don't have a lot to say about accolades before anything like that, but I am just so excited to be here right now and enjoying the moment. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's so cool that, um, you know, everyone has the right time when they release music. I think um, each artist and at this point, as we had talked earlier before the show and stuff, I think it is so great to see that, you know, you know, we're not the, obviously, and I'm going to say this, I'm not the 20 something year old and I know you're not. And, and it's just so nice to see people releasing music that is good music. And that is just beautiful at any age. Like, I just think that is awesome. And I think music is just universal language. Absolutely. And my musical heroes uh, are all you know, they're getting up there in age and they are still doing what they love to do. And that's the beauty of music is that it's not like being an athlete where 
you just can't do it after a while, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like absolutely the body. <laughs> but music, you can do it in, you know, forever. And, and it lives in you and it's healing and it's, you know, therapeutic. And it's just, it's, it just means so much to me. So I just can't even imagine my life not playing music somehow, you know, whether singing in the shower in my car or at some cool gig, you know, with my band. So <laughs> it's, I'm going to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. So I have to ask you a question. Sure. Now I heard that you had surfed. Do you still surf? Yeah. Um, not as much as I used to, because when I think about spending half a day going down there at the beach, I'm like, you know, I really should finish that song. And, you know, I really, <laughs> so I'm kind of torn between the two. Um, but I love it. I, I love it. And I could, I mean, if somebody, if I was down there and somebody went, Hey, you know, there's a board. I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. Why not? But I, it takes a lot of time and effort and training really. I mean, you have to really stay in shape for that, you know? So, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to pass my guitar by and go, yeah, I'm going to spend the street. <laughs> well, I don't play there. And yes, I, I, and that's why I was asking because like some people are like, oh, they only surf occasionally as they get older. And then, you know, and I, and I asked because, you know, it's something that like I've always wanted to try yeah. and I know everyone's like, you have to be in great physical shape. And I'm like, okay, we'll try it anyway. <laughs> no, you know, oh no, yeah. go to Waikiki and they'll just push you right in and you'll have a great oh, time. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby stuff. I appreciate, I totally appreciate that advice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so let's talk a little bit more about those 10 songs off your self-titled um, yes. debut, uh, yeah. Burn to Gale. The Gale, yeah. Yes, and uh, I noticed you, I, the first release was actually Holiday. You released that before. Holiday. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a, a fun little ditty. You know, I have a van named Morrison that I love to get in and go camping in. So when I couldn't, because there was no place to go, uh, and everything was shut down, I would sit in there and just kind of pluck away at my guitar. And I started thinking, I just want to go on a holiday. I just want to go somewhere. Just, you know, anywhere. I'll go to Reno. I'll go to Vegas. <laughs> you know, I was just throwing out these places. It's like, really? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and uh, and it kind of just came together. And then it was, again, it's kind of a, a, a driving little song. It's got some good guitar in it by Dean and and uh, some great backing vocals by a friend of mine, Ben Hernandez. And, and uh, yeah, it was really fun. It was fun to release that as the first single because it kind of, it's upbeat and kind of, mm-hmm. kind of gets you going. So. Yes. Yeah, it's definitely a fun song. I loved it. I was like, listen, I'm like, yeah, I could do that right now too. Uh-huh. Sounds good. Let's go. Yeah. That was just really all about what I wanted to do is just go anywhere. <laughs> just get out of my house. basically. <laughs> I think we're all right with you. So is there like, now, obviously I know they're all your babies and, but is there a couple songs that to you just feel more like you just like, these are like the best songs I've ever written type of a feeling like, you know, Gosh, and you know, they're so different really. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, a couple of them holiday, you know, there's another country one, uh, one more heart. That's really a bar song. It's got some beautiful uh, pedal steel in it. And, and uh, but um, probably the one that means the most to me is the last song on the album called Sweet Rosalie. And that is a lullaby for my granddaughter. 
her name's Rosalie. And so that one really came from the heart. And, and so that's, that means the most to me. Um, lightning is, is another one, uh, you know, about relationships and there's some relationship songs in there, a few of them, uh, but not from the perspective of like a young love. These are, this is kind of like, all right, we've been through the ringer. We're, <laughs> we're here. We're still, we're here, you know? Um, and, and really not about me either too. I mean, so much of it is about, uh, just, sorry, but other people that I've observed, you know, <laughs> other people's relationships or whatever. So you just kind of little things come in, you know, and you kind of pick and choose and it suddenly it just kind of forms this, this whole story. So it's interesting. I find it interesting. People go, Oh, wow. What's that about, you know, you and your husband. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I'd like to say, yeah, no. no. You know, it's so funny because that's, uh, you know, most great songwriters do write about like obviously parts of their lives, but they write mm-hmm. about other people or they find characters like they do in books, so to speak. You know, they'll take like one of those characters. Um, I forget who it was, took a Faulkner character and we're like, they made a song around it kind of a thing. It was really cool to, to, you know, where they got that inspiration. And it's so nice to see the different inspirations of each artist and each writer. And Yeah, uh, it comes from so many yeah. different strange places, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's amazing. It just pops into your head and yeah. I'm definitely one of those people that keeps a writing pad next to my bed because I'll be asleep and just my eyes will shoot open. It's like, wow, that should go in a song. <laughs> I gotta remember that because I will not remember it but in the morning. So yeah, it's, uh, it, the inspiration comes from all kinds of different places. Absolutely. Absolutely. So would you like to get into our 20 crazy questions? The crazy questions. Okay. Okay. No, no, right, no wrong or right answers. And I promise we won't get arrested yet. Can I plead the fifth? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. Okay. What's your dance like nobody's watching song? Oh, oh, wow. That kind of falls under that guilty pleasure category too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, what would it be? You know, all those kind of 80s, 80s songs, um, the new wave kind of, I danced to all that stuff. So yeah, uh, gosh, I can't think of any one song in particular, but um, oh, there's so many. I'm, this is, this is, these are the hardest questions for me because my music is so eclectic that I'm like, pick a genre. Pick a, <laughs> pick a time frame, pick a, <laughs> so, um, gosh. Okay. So we'll just go with the eighties hits. That's great. That's, you know, that works. I, it's hard to pick one out of, out of, there were, so, I mean, that's all we did was dance in the eighties. What else did you do? So there was the disco dance. There was the punk rock dance. There was, <laughs> and I loved them all. Honestly, I loved them all. Oh, beautiful. So. Do you have the perfect workout song? Um, perfect workout song. Uh, it's going to be something rocking. So I've been listening to, this is funny, but um, 
my new guilty pleasure band is the Pretty Reckless. And I love Taylor Momsen. And I just, again, love a girl that's just getting out there and just fronting a full-blown yeah. rock band. So, yeah, um, Take Me Down is a really good song that they do. Uh, their whole album, Death by Rock and Roll, is pretty darn good, I got to say. <laughs> Not country-ish at all, but it's if for a workout and getting going, that's, that'll get you going. Awesome. Tell us your top two favorite concerts. Oh, and see, this is tough too, because I am a professional concert goer. So, that's... I mean, I have seen the Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, David mm-hmm. Bowie, how do you pick your favorite from those guys? I mean, just, that's just three. That's right. And I'm and lined up for five good ones to see this because everything just opened up again and everybody's touring. And I'm like, oh yeah, let me get caught up with everybody. I didn't get to see for two years. Okay. So who so, are the ones that you're looking forward to seeing then? Um, I'm going to go see Tedeschi Trucks. I love Derek yes. Trucks and Susan Tedeschi. They're awesome. Yes. Their band is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to go see the Pretty Reckless. I will be sporting my tank top and just rocking along with everybody else. There. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to go see Wilco. Yeah, beautiful. Jeff Tweedy. Yeah. So, um, so those are some really good ones too. But yeah, I mean, you can't beat the Stones and Bowie and just for you know just big shows. Yeah, so, yeah and I, I love don't. It's kind of like when I asked someone, I remember this, their first concert, and they told me Prince, and I was like, that was your first concert, really? Like, it just told oh, me, I was like, wow. When, that's good. You can stop yeah, now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're done. <laughs> oh, yeah. so tell everyone a couple mm-hmm. albums or artists that they need to listen to before they die. Oh, my gosh. Anything by Lucinda Williams. Oh. Do not, do not live your life and not listen to Lucinda Williams. (laughs) She is, I love her. I love her songwriting. Uh, I love her stories. Um, I loved John Prine. I think you need to go back to the roots of it all. I love, you know, the stories and and those guys, there's no better storytellers really. So uh, for sure. Yeah, you know, I like I said, I love pretty much everything. You, it, I'm hard pressed to find stuff that I would just go, oh, oh, I, I will give everything a good listen and go, God, you know, that's really mm-hmm. there's some cool stuff in there. <laughs> so, well, that's how I am. I love just yes, and it, it again it doesn't have to be country, doesn't have to be rock, doesn't have to be indie. It can just be. I just love have to have a song. label. If yeah. I feel it, then it's good to me. <laughs> Exactly. That's probably why people ask you about your music. Was that written about you? Because you uh, obviously delivered it, that it was believable that you lived this moment. Yeah, a lot of them I did. (laughs) (laughs) No. So let's go back to the guilty pleasure music. Tell us what's uh, currently on your guilty pleasure list. Um, Gosh. Well, the pretty reckless for sure. Uh, You know, I being spending so much time in Mexico I love Latin music. So I am a huge Shakira fan. Huge Shakira fan. (laughs) 
Uh, but her old stuff, like in the very beginning, because I have to say, uh, she really inspired me when she was young, before she started really moving around and stuff. She's just sat there with an acoustic guitar and played the most gorgeous songs. Beautiful. She wrote the most beautiful songs in Spanish. And, uh, and I went, wow, that, you know, I felt it. And mm -hmm. so it inspired me to pick up a guitar and go, I want to, I want to tell my stories too. You know, I want to, I want to give this a try. So she really, she was an inspiration for me for sure. Yeah. We didn't have a, like, we didn't have big radio stations down in Cabo. <laughs> you know, it's like, you got to listen to Shakira, Mana, and probably Luis Miguel. And that was it. <laughs> That's all you got. But, you know, I could say at least we got the, those few up in America too, because, you know, that's, I've always loved that crossover. I always loved Latin and Spanish music. And it's funny because someone asked me some of my favorite and I'm like, I tell them, I'm like, okay, do you know Spanish people? Because if you don't know the, the music there, I'm like, I can't even. <laughs> so oh, those it's, are great it's choices. Fun. I mean, boy, you go to a, they know how to have some good parties and, you know, you get a good little Latin band going there and you can't help but dance. So yeah. it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So hypothetically, mm -hmm. if I said to you, I need to hide a dead body, do you know a good place? Oh, well, of course. I'm Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> desert there. It's all desert <laughs> land. So, I mean, all you got to do is get in a plane and there's like nothing for 800 miles. It's probably pretty easy to do. <laughs> Perfect. I always just think of the desert. I don't know why. <laughs> No, probably because no one goes there enough that's why that's yeah it's yeah. just so secluded it's like well it's perfect so do you have a game plan for zombie apocalypse um well i'm just gonna hop in morrison and drive and hope for the best i think that's just i'm gonna stock up the van and go <laughs> if you're in my way i'm just gonna keep going <laughs> Get out of my way or get run over. <laughs> That's a great plan. I don't know what else oh. to do. Really. <laughs> How much else you can really do. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I would agree. What job would you be terrible at doing? Anything nine to five. Monday through Friday, nine to five. I could, I could understand that. I just... I, I've, I've, I've run my own businesses. Um, I haven't had a nine to five job for many, many years. So um, yeah, I don't like being tied to the have to be there from it's such a huge chunk of time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Someone who like still works that nine to five day job. I totally get that. <laughs> so I like the freedom of, you know, kind of running your own business and then, you know, but music, obviously, is the most freeing thing ever. So, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, Tigger's coming back again to say hi. Okay, hey. hi Tigger, say hi. Oh, okay, we're hugging. We're giving <laughs> hugs now. <laughs> You're so sweet. So, if you won the lottery, what's the mm -hmm. first thing you would do? Um. Well, it would probably take that much to be able to afford to buy a house in California. So that's probably what I would do first off. 
Oh, I'm laughing because I've know those, I've seen those prices. Yes. Oh wow, it's crazy. There's nothing compared to the real estate prices out there, and I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, wait, how can you have a nine to five job and afford a house? I don't get it. Like, I literally oh, don't get it. So just, it's amazing, but uh, you know, it's so beautiful here that I understand why everybody wants to be here. So I get it. Yes. But, um, you know, so that would probably that's probably what it would, and that would probably take up all of it, actually. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'll make minutes. sure you get a nice housewarming mean gift to go with it at least. Okay. <laughs> oh. Oh, what's the last thing that you read? Um, oh, I just finished reading um, the biography on, uh, on Ronnie Spector. Fabulous. What a story. Oh my gosh. What a story. I just, I love her too. I love her music. And so I, I was waiting for this book to come out. Cause I just thought it's going to be crazy. And it was all of that. <laughs> awesome. I have to that's my recommended reading list now. Definitely. It was pretty wild. Yeah. So do you prefer boots or heels? And I'm going to throw in flip flops on this one. Oh, boots all day long. Okay. All day long. In fact, I have girlfriends, this one girlfriend of mine, and she always used to make fun of me because she'd always have these real flowery little sandals on and everything and I'd show up with my cowboy boots on and she's like why can't you just wear girly <laughs> shoes and I'm like what if you have to run somewhere you know <laughs> kick something or I don't jump on a horse or something you never know yeah. right right you never know when that could happen You're prepared for everything <laughs> she gave oh. up on me after that I think <laughs> <laughs> Oh, who would play you in a movie about your life? That is, that's tough. Um, um, gosh, who would want to? I know who I would like to play in their movie. <laughs> Can I play somebody in their movie? <laughs> okay, sure, go ahead. <laughs> oh, God, I would love to, obviously do a Lucinda movie that would just be too much because I know every one of her songs but um let's see who would do they have to be like alive right now (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I don't know it's like I try to think maybe somebody like Sandra Bullock or something I'm trying to just even think of some someone who might even similarly resemble me where do you even start i don't know merle streep let's go for the stars let's go let's there, why not let's why not? i'll call her up tomorrow see if she's interested you know she might be it won't make any promises though i don't have very much leverage it's just, just saying okay. please i'm <laughs> counting on you <laughs> oh okay so this one's very easy i think but it could be difficult where's waldo waldo Waldo, that Waldo dude, uh, he was in Baja for a long time while my kids were going to school. He was there every day, every day. Him and SpongeBob, by the way, were there. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where they're hiding. hiding He left. I don't know where he is. I think he's somewhere with that gnome guy cruising around. (laughs) I don't know. Europe or something. I don't know. (laughs) What's the best thing since sliced bread? Oh, time with my family and friends after everything. It's just, I just, 
every minute that I just get to give my friends a hug and, and, you know, and hang out and just, that means everything. My kids are everything. Um, and my guitars are everything. I gotta say. <laughs> That's oh beautiful. Goodness. I love it. Yeah. So they, love they've it. gotten me this far. So I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out to my guitars for sure. <laughs> Oh, so would you rather cook or order in? Um, I love to cook if I have a group to cook for. If I'm just by myself, then I love to order out because it's yeah. just, you know, I can do something else. Yeah, <laughs> it's much food, easier nobody, Forget it because I'm used to cooking for a big group. So when I don't, I don't know how to cook for just small, small portions. I- I'm right there with you. I end up freezing a lot of extra food sometimes. And I'm like, okay, we'll eat this later then. <laughs> and I don't, but then I don't. And then my freezer's yeah. full of all this stuff. I'm like, this doesn't sound good. <laughs> Packing it full of stuff. So what's the worst pizza topping? Um, olives and uh, definitely olives, black olives. I just don't get it. I don't understand them. Somebody explain them to me because I don't get it. Uh, and Green bell peppers. Yeah. I, I don't get those either. Oh, yeah. The olive thing is just, I mean, you might as well go out and lick your tire, I think. Isn't that kind of the same <laughs> taste? <laughs> oh, they so don't taste, taste like, thing for sure. <laughs> they don't taste like anything. I don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not yeah. a big black olive hot food thing. Yeah, no. Mm, no. If they're cold, they're perfect. But... <laughs> Yep. Well, so what about pineapple? Yes or no? Because there's a big debate going on on the pineapple. So we might have you to, know, I'll have to calculate this at the end of the year and figure out if it's yay it's or nay for pineapple. Question. Yes, it's an important question. The bigger picture, the bigger question though, is do you like fruit in general with your food? So mm-hmm. like, do you like mango in your salsa? And do you like, like applesauce with your pork chops? <laughs> You know, some people just don't like fruit with their, with their food, with their food. I gotcha. <laughs> so I love fruit with my food. So I, pineapple's fine with me. I will, I will okay. not, I will not shoo away a pineapple on my pizza. And, and who doesn't love mango in the mango salsa? I mean, come on. Like, some how can you not? Don't like the fruit in the, in the food. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. I totally get it. Some people it's a texture thing. Some people taste it's Yeah. Or they have to separate everything. It can't touch. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I was that five-year-old. I got the divided (laughs) plates from grandma. She gave me. (laughs) I'll just hide the stuff I didn't like under the chair. (laughs) (laughs) What do you wish would magically clean itself? Uh, My son's room. (laughs) He could use a little help in that. Well, tell us something on your bucket list. Um, really, I want to get in my van and I want to go play a bunch of music. I just want to go. I want to, I, I really, my goal really when I got the van was to be able to travel around the United States because I've never done that because I spent so much time in Mexico. So now I'm like, oh yeah, that's what this van is for. You know, I want to go mm-hmm. hit venues and see places and, go to 
New Orleans and Austin. And, you know, I've been to Tennessee. I've been to Nashville, but I want to go again, of course. And um, yeah, I've got friends, you know, in Colorado and Florida and all kinds of places. So I'm looking forward to getting on the road. Absolutely. When you're in Florida, make sure you let me know. Oh, I will as long as sure. I'm not on the road, we're going to definitely have to get together. Oh, for sure. I'd love to. Absolutely. I, I've got some good girlfriends in Florida. It'd be a good time. <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing better than Florida. I'm, yeah, at least when you're, you're not working and busy, you know. <laughs> That's right. I, yeah. yeah. Work well, is where you work. So. Yeah, we all work. It's what we have to do to live, right? That's right. <laughs> If you could be any person or position for the day, like a CEO or an accountant or a surgeon, what person or position would you want to be and why? Um, I, the thought of being a CEO of anything just is so not on my bucket list of things to do. Says the woman running businesses, right? I am so wanting to <laughs> myself from any of that possible scenario that uh, I would rather just leave that to somebody who really wants it. <laughs> um, but I will take a creative person and just somebody like Joni Mitchell or gosh, what a life, you know, an artist. Yeah. Um, people, I just, I just love people that just find so many or so good at so many different things, you know, that just mm-hmm. the art just is, just comes out of them in so many different ways. And so, uh, yeah, it's, I, I love that. That's beautiful. Who would want to meet Joni Mitchell for the day though? Right. I, I'd sign up for that too. <laughs> just, just one day. Just, yeah. So do you have any words of wisdom that you live by? And if so, what are they? Um, well, my daddy, when I was little, he, he used to always love to say he was words of wisdom, but he just used to tell me, don't get mad, get even. Okay. So there was that, that it was at a young age. Um, I tried not to as much as possible feel like I would have to be even with somebody. But I really think, um, you know, I want to take it to the other side of that yin and yang. And, you know, I love things like um, Lennon and McCartney, you know, the love you give is equal to the, you know, love you make and, and give peace a chance and, and all you need is love. And that's what I like to live by. I mean, geez, you just look, look no further than a Lennon McCartney song. <laughs> there <Yeah>. you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Sometimes we need a little more of that in life in general. Oh, especially now for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So tell us now you're planning on doing some touring. Yes. With the new, new yeah. CD and stuff and music. Yeah. Um, yes, definitely. Uh, work, working on that now. Um Again, I go back and forth still a bit because of my mm-hmm. business. Uh, so it's once we get this all together, it's I'm really looking at probably beginning of fall where we're going to really start getting out there. I'm hoping to do something in July um, here locally. Uh, so that's what I'm doing right now is trying to pull together shows and mm-hmm. and uh, and then just kind of see 
where else we want to go, you know, get everybody together. It's an interesting time. You know, everybody either has just because of economics and everything plays Mm -hmm. with a lot of different people. Um, You know, so it's hard to get people for chunks of time. And, and so pulling, pulling together, you know, musicians to go is, is, is not the easiest thing to do right now, but I have found some amazing musicians. And so that's what we're working on. So I'm really happy about that. Beautiful. And yes, it is. It can be difficult coordinating when musicians coordinate with other artists and stuff. And And that is something that a lot of people outside the industry don't get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird time because everybody's just kind of getting back in and kind of feeling it out and and jumping on a lot of stuff because everybody's dying to play. And so, you know, so I might people don't realize some of those like you yeah, and some of those musicians, like people don't realize that that was their full-time job is, is being on the road like that. And when the pandemic hit, a lot of them didn't have that constant income, you yeah. know? I mean, if they didn't do backup for, you know, songs that were released and they had residual income coming in for that, a lot of them didn't have that other side gig, if you will, that, that paid the bills because they were yeah, constantly were touring. on the road. It was tough going mm-hmm. there for sure. A lot of my friends had a real tough go yeah. for sure during the pandemic. Yeah. So yeah, um, everybody's everybody's excited to get back out there. Yes, absolutely. All right, so we'll look forward to some of your uh, tour dates, and I hope that you will uh, let us know when they are and share them out with Thanks. us, so we can yeah. share them out with everyone else. Here's my CD. Have a listen, Brenda Gale. All right, we'll have links for uh, your you have a Bandcamp or wait, where do you have, where's your CD? Can purchase it. Oh, you can get it on uh, my website. Uh, the link is on my Instagram page, uh, Brenda Gale, mm-hmm. Facebook, um, Bandcamp's on there too. And then, of course, it's okay. on Spotify and all the streaming platforms. Perfect. And I'll make sure I include the links from Instagram for everyone and all the descriptions. So that way you can all just click on it and go check her out. Make sure you yeah, follow her Instagram and all the other socials. Yeah. Right. Thanks so much. It's been fun. Oh. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And you are welcome back anytime. Awesome. Awesome. And I will look you up when I head to Florida. <laughs> yes, ma'am. And if I, if I do some traveling and I'm out in the uh, San Diego area, I will make sure to let you know when I'm out there as well. Please do. In case you happen Please to be do. there at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. It'd be fun. All right. And thank you all for joining us for another episode. Have a wonderful day. If you enjoyed today's episode of Crazy Women Country, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Be sure to click the subscribe button for new interviews weekly. And thank you, friends, for joining us today on Crazy Women Country, where women's voices matter.